0: Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and relax. Just whatever's going on, whatever you're working on, set it aside, just let your thoughts let your soul fall back into the arms of your spirit just relax that's what this process is all about is letting your soul reconnect with your spirit your part of your soul resists that but your soul at its essence desires to be reconnected to spirit so it's part of why we often feel like a tug of war a double-mindedness a conflict that we want to pursue god we want to know him and yet we want to do it our way we want to have the results we want we want to have some say in the matter. We want to have control. But over time, what we find is that the rest and the peace and the comfort comes from letting him be the God. Now, what we're working on is we've, we've spent all this time talking about how to, to know him, how to rest in him, how to hear his voice, and understanding what he is doing from a spiritual standpoint, bringing us into unity, spirit, soul, and body, and that he paid the price that needed to be paid in order for that to happen. So now he's, can do, he can be about his business. But now, what is our business? Obviously to respond, to know, to, to be with him, to receive unconditionally what he gives unconditionally, and then give unconditionally as he directs. But also to reclaim that which we have lost, That which has been stolen from us. And sometimes we've lost these things simply through neglect. If you sat for a year, never got up, you would have a hard time all of a sudden just jumping up and running a marathon, your legs would atrophy. If you don't use a tool or if you say you don't drive for a year and then all of a sudden you jump behind the wheel, you may have to think, okay, how do I start this car? Sometimes, you know, maybe you would forget to raise the uh, garage door first. How do you use the brakes? We forget things when we don't use them. So we will learn, relearn, because your soul already has these capabilities. You're, there's In the example with the car, nothing's wrong with the car. The car works the same way. You turn it on the same way. The engine runs the same way. The traffic laws haven't changed. How to back up out of your car out of your driveway hasn't changed you've changed you've forgotten how to do something that you used to be able to do likewise in our soul our soul knows how to receive spirit your soul was made to receive spirit And then for that spirit to flow through in a unique way through you and into your body and even into this world. Manifesting in a variety of different ways in your soul, through your soul, to your soul. We've talked many times about how we each have a unique soul. Has a temperament, has a mind, a will, and emotions. And that God gave you the soul he wanted you to have. It's something that is unique to you, but it's not eternal. It's a gift God gave you. Don't know when he gave it to you. Don't know when we won't need it anymore. But for right now, it's part of our job to relearn how to use our soul, how our soul works, how our car works. We're back behind the wheel. Now we need to remember, okay, now how does this thing work? What's that red sign that has STOP on it? What do I do I do with that? And we are relearning something our soul used to know. So how do you do that? You do it by doing it, by experience. Now, we're not doing something dangerous. We're not going to do something that hurts ourselves or others or take unnecessary risks. There's Life is risk. There's always going to be an element of risk, trial and error. We make most of our progress by making mistakes. We gain understanding how things work by learning how they don't work. But we are... Circumspect. We are cautious. We, we do our research first, but, and we start where we're at. And we are regaining knowledge about something our soul already knows how to do. So when we talk about so-called gifts, really they are abilities that our soul already has you are already able to receive wisdom and knowledge and the word of God prophecy that's all it is is. what is God's word in this situation and miracles and faith and healing and we go visions and dreams and helps and any, anything you want to say as something that God does through your soul, it's all there. How do you do that then? How do you start just doing it? How do you start, okay, I'm behind the wheel, now what? You are objective about it. Last week we talked about asking the Lord, what is it you want me to look into? What do you want me to start working on? And if you didn't get a chance to do that, do that this week. And this is the purpose of this is to just help you focus. They're all there. You don't have something that somebody else doesn't have, and somebody else doesn't have something that you don't have. Every, every, Just like your body comes with the senses, your soul came with these abilities. But some have greater strength in some areas. Not a negative, not a positive. It is. It is what it is. What we want is to be able to be available to God to flow through whatever channel he wants to through our soul. A, so that we're not afraid of his movement in that area. B, so we can meet our needs and meet others' needs. C, to get healing and receive truth in that area, go on and on. There's a variety of different motivations that God has to flow freely through our soul. This changes us. One of the ways we overcome our misconceptions about God The lies we believe. One of the ways we we receive healing is simply to experience God's presence. As he flows from our spirit into our soul, we experience his presence in a different way. Just think of when when you put a glove on, you've got five fingers. What happens when you don't put all your fingers in the little glove fingers is it doesn't fit doesn't fit right you can't quite grasp like the steering wheel of your car it doesn't it keeps your fingers from being able to do what your fingers were meant to do because you didn't put your fingers in the glove properly well God's spirit flows through our soul in a perfect fit. But this is a process of learning how as, we, as he pours himself into our soul, changes often need to be made. Again, healing, understanding, accepting truth, changing our beliefs. And God knows exactly and precisely the changes that need to take place. He knows exactly what needs to be healed. He, needs, he knows exactly what his goal and purpose for you is in that area. Now, his goal overall is that you be one, spirit, soul, and body, complete, complete. So that would actually what that actually would look like is the example of what Jesus looked like when he was walking around. He did not you know, we look at him and go, Okay, this is the Son of God. He could do this, 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 and this. We have that same father. We have the same spirit. We have the same son. We are co inheritors with him we are joint heirs everything that he has we have he made he made it so that's his intention that's his desire that's what he did he made it so so this is we're not grasping and trying to get something that doesn't belong to us this is our heritage heritage Because he made it so. He gifted us with our soul and its abilities, just as he gifted us with our body and its abilities. To resist having our body be healthy and in good shape and taking care of it, or resisting what our soul is capable of, and ignoring that it needs to be healed and it needs to be changed. That's resisting what God wants for us. Now, we're, all, you know, that's, and it's no surprise. Again, our, we don't like to change. Change is hard. And God's going to make himself known to us. This is not about how much he loves us. This is not about where we're going to, What level we're on, or how close we're going to get in in the throne room, how many jewels we're going to have in our crown—none of that. You are already as accepted into the beloved, into the kingdom of God, as you ever will be. So it's part of our—we have this understanding where we become self-driven because we think very often. If I don't achieve this, this, and this, or please God, or get him enough honor, then I am going to pay consequences in, in the eternal realm after I die in heaven. That I'm going to pay consequences. So I better do it. And we try to self-motivate ourselves to do that. And yet God says, taste and see that the Lord is good. It's the goodness of God that draws us, not the fear of missing out or losing or paying the consequences. All the consequences have been paid for. So we can now rejoice and have fun and learn what he's teaching us relearning in this case about what our soul already is able to do so when we start talking about these different abilities what we're talking about is how our soul relates to the supernatural realm and we just start real simple with that it can get complex when we talk about the difference between the soul and the supernatural and how it interacts with the natural and the spiritual. But we start with your soul has its own environment, just like your body has a natural environment. Your soul has its own environment. And we start with becoming familiar with how our soul reacts and interacts with that environment. So when we start asking, okay, what Lord, what is it that you want me to pay attention to, want me to learn about? And then when he tells us something, whether it's on a list that somebody made up or it's something even you understood, maybe he says music. Go with it. That's what's important, that that what you hear, you follow. I wouldn't be surprised at all if, there was a different kind of sound in the solical realm than there is in the natural realm. And the Lord may want to teach you your abilities by drawing you regarding music, regarding sound. But what's real important is that you take it seriously and. The best way to do that is to write things down, to set yourself appointments during the week. Daily is best, but if you can only block out a few hours, for instance, on the weekend, do that and take it seriously, where you're just going to ask the Lord about, let's say it's music, okay, Lord, how do, what are the sounds in the supernatural realm? What are the, soul, the sounds that my soul is experiencing? And then just let yourself be available. Be thinking, okay, how does my soul hear? How does sound travel? Who is, makes sound? What is the source of sound? What is sound? And just let yourself go with, follow that track, Let him lead you. Don't worry that it makes no sense. Don't worry that you don't get answers. Your job is to do your part. God will do his part. Remember, your soul is returning to its roots. As we pursue, walk the path that God has sent for us, things become more and more clear. Now, sometimes they get more confusing, but that in and of itself is an indicator that there's something there. There's something under, under the surface. You're, you're heading in the right direction. You know, half the time, that's all we really want to know is how are we doing? Are we heading in the right direction? Have we missed you? You know, as if we can't. Don't worry about getting an answer or a result. You just, you do your part. Now, we can also look at another example of of how this works for non-believers. Where their spirit is dead, so they don't have any unifying force in their lives. And all their strength in their soul is focused on their own abilities. This is, again, we'll talk about it over time, not something we're going to delve into now, but this may be something people have a concern about. This is where people can get distracted by things that we call you know, sorcery and witchcraft and ESP, divination, those kinds of things. And we want to be careful, those of us who are living spirit, we want to be careful that we don't throw out those experiences because others have abused them. They're the same abilities, the capability of communicating, participating in the environment that your soul is already in. Whether you're a believer or not, your soul is already in the solical realm, the supernatural realm. So it's how we relate. You and I, as spirit beings, we relate through the unifying force of the Spirit of God. Those who are dead in their spirit have no recourse. The only option they have is to fill their own needs through exercising their own abilities. Now, God never lets us be satisfied without him. We may survive, but we're never going to be content. We're never going to be filled, spirit, soul, and body, without him. But that doesn't mean our soul isn't, doesn't have the same abilities. So whether we're a living spirit or a dead in, sp- in our spirit, the soul has those abilities and the soul functions in certain ways. Now there are there are ways we can compare how certain attributes or aspects of the soul function. For instance, when we talk about the you know what what's called the gift of the word of wisdom, what what to do in a certain situation. And Again, when we're talking about these things, we're using words to describe something that is indescribable using just words. We have to have experience behind it. You know, like I'm here in in North Carolina. A while ago, a few days ago, we had a little bit of an earthquake, just a little one, but enough to get a lot of people's attention. And a lot of my neighbors had never been in an earthquake before. And it was interesting their reactions some were like oh that is that what that was you know oh man that you know that really caused me a lot of consternation you know that a lot, it could have been really damaging uh you know i don't know if i want to live around here and others were oh that was really cool now i've experienced it now i know what it is so we have different reactions to different experiences What we want to be open to is welcoming and recognizing those experiences, increasing our awareness. So don't be surprised if God starts throwing earthquakes your way into your soul. Now, we don't want the kind of earthquake that causes damage. And we've talked before about how God gets our attention by putting his finger on on certain areas in our lives, the, our relationships, our finances, or our health. When that starts happening and, and happening over and over where it seems like we just can't get out of a cycle, it's very often because we're ignoring him. We're, we're resisting what he's saying. And so this is how he gets our attention. But right now, what with, with these little earthquakes, these little knockings, He knocks. He's knocking at your door. And he just wants to come in and show you what reality is. What your soul is already capable of. What your abilities already are. So, be objective. Have these, you know, take notes. Ask questions. One of our big challenges as christians is and probably as human beings is learning how to ask the right questions and a great way to start with god is just recognizing that he is not picky you know a lot of times we think okay if we don't say a prayer exactly the right way he won't answer it or he'll answer it with the wrong answer we'll get the wrong results god is does not hold our ignorance against us we can say lord i know there's something let's go back to the sound and the music and the supernatural realm lord i know there's something there i don't know how to get there but i'm going to trust that you will get me there and i give you permission to teach me about this i want to learn so if you need to wake me up in the middle of night if you want to Send me a book. However, you want me to learn this, I want to learn. How does music function in the supernatural realm? How does sound work in the supernatural realm? Do you know what are what are supernatural ears? What are solical ears? I know what the physical ears are, but what are the solical ears? How do we hear in our soul? So, what will happen then? And I encourage you to do this. Is just know, read your notes every day. Like before you go to work, take them to work with you at lunch. Just read your notes. Keep your questions in front of you. This is part of stirring it up. When you go back to something over and over and over again, you're stirring it up. Not, to, not in a frenzy. This is not about, okay, if I stir it up enough, I'll get the answers. It's like, no, just bring it up in front of you. Read your notes. Remind yourself. Write down how you think, how you feel, why it's important to you. Let the Lord speak to you. He may give you a song. He may give you a scripture. He may give you a movie title, whatever. Put it, on, put it in your notes and then read it back. Now, some of these things that he may you, give you may not seem to make any sense whatsoever, any connection, any relevance to what he's teaching you, talking to you about. doesn't matter because you're stirring up abilities, You're using muscles that you've never used before. But your muscles know what they're supposed to do. They may have atrophied, but they still know how to carry you. It may take work, but they still know what they're supposed to do. Your muscles are there. The solical muscles are there. Your solical abilities are there. Your soul living in the solical realm, which lives in the supernatural realm. It's already there. It's reality. Now, what often happens is once you start, it gets easier and easier and easier. Because once you start learning how to stir it up, when you're stirring up one thing that God has focused you on, you're stirring up your whole soul. Now, sometimes your soul doesn't like that because part of your soul likes keeping things under wraps, likes keeping things all nice and organized in the closet and in the broom closet and in the garage and stirring things up. we What happens when you stir things up? There's dust in the air. We find projects that we started and never finished, questions come up that need to be addressed. Well, that's all part of it. That's part of God's purpose. Because when we've locked down our soul, we've locked down and locked out a lot of the things that God wants to do in us. So hopefully that gives you something to do this week. Put things down on your notepad and read it. Remind yourself. This is one of the big ways you can stir yourself up in this way. So I always appreciate hearing from you. Feedback and questions are always welcome, Diane at therainersclub.org or through Blog Talk Radio. There's also a contact form on the website, therainersclub.org. Until we meet again next week, same time, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.